Is God not awesome? awesome. And is the word of God not awesome? awesome? The more of the word of God you know and you are regulated by, the more hope you have. Sometimes it's not just putting your faith to work. Sometimes having, it's also having hope. <laughs> hope is a very vital force. Is that not true? Hope is a very vital force. But we started by talking about three important things that Abraham did that caused him to see the materialization of the blessings in a different manner. Amen. And said so the first thing was that Genesis chapter 7, when he was asked to leave his father's house and to leave his, his parents' home to a place that God said he would show him, Abraham left. True or false? Yeah. And he said that he gave himself. He gave himself. You give yourself to the service of the Lord. And, and that is the first thing. If you want to see the blessings of the Lord, you should be fully given to God. God cannot entrust his blessings or his, the manifestation of blessings to the hands of someone who has not given himself fully to him. Who is born again, yet has not dedicated his life to God, to the service of God, or to God in service. So you can be born again and not necessarily dedicate your life or surrender your life to God in service. But talking about Moses, the scripture says that he esteemed the reproach of Christ of greater honor than the treasures in Egypt. And he left all the things he could have enjoyed just because he wanted to be able to relate with the invisible. And Jesus said, if anybody loves me, he should deny himself. Is that what he says? So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a kind of self-denial. In Christianity, which we have stopped preaching. See, today we've stopped preaching self-denial. Everybody is chasing after material something. Nobody is denying themselves. Nobody is looking at what they could have done and forgo it for the sake of the gospel. See, nobody is looking at their time and said, let me, let me spend this time with, with, in, in service to the Lord. No one is denying themselves now. Everybody is just walking around Celebrating themselves. Is that not true? And it's a mark of the, of the end time, the latter times. Men shall be lovers of themselves. So they wouldn't be able to sacrifice for the gospel. They wouldn't be able to sacrifice for the Lord. They wouldn't be able to serve the Lord. See, they'll be able to go to church alright. So say Abraham, the first step he took was to deny himself. The first step he took was to do what? Give himself to God in service. And he was asked to go to a land that he had never seen before. So if you want to walk in the Abrahamic blessing, and this, I think this is something we've been sharing with, we've been sharing, is that not true? The sincerity of our love and all those messages that are always, already there. He says, if you, if we then be risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated, for we are dead. A dead man can't chase his own thing. Is that possible? See, we are dead. And our life. So if we are dead. And our life. That is the only time we say we are in possession of life. Is because of the life we have. True or false. Which is eternal life. 
So if we ought to live, we ought to live eternal life. We ought to live the life of God. We ought, we ought to live for God. Fully giving ourselves, yielding ourselves as instruments unto the Lord. There is no such thing as I can't do. I can't come to church. I can't do this. I can't serve. I don't have the time. And all of that. That is the major reason. This number one. That's why I preached it this, that time, last time and I preached it on Sunday also. That is the major reason why Christians never experience the blessings. Many say I pay my tithes. I've been paying my tithes since childhood. Many say I even give. Yet they never see the Abrahamic, when we talk about Abrahamic blessing, we are talking about wealth that cannot be calculated. That is Abrahamic blessing. Abrahamic blessing is not, uh, I have some money. No. Abrahamic blessing is when he says, I'm, I'm rich in gold. In fact, all the seed of Abraham after the flesh, that the promise was not even for. Because the promise was not for the seed of Abraham after the flesh. Yet when you, when you read about them, I gave you those scriptures to read, you would notice that they were great. They were so great that nations took knowledge of their greatness. So if Abrahamic blessing is working in your guys, what do we call it, uh, business, or it's working, working in your small business there, the Abrahamic blessing will cost you. Why? Because I said the blessing is a divine influence of the Spirit, of the Holy Ghost. Oh, maybe Sunday I have to give you a proper, uh, what do we call it, of the all-sufficiency. Well, I went to have to do more research on it. Is that not true? A state where there is a divine influence, a kind of oppression, a kind of working of the spirit. Say working. working. Where he influences, where the Holy Ghost himself influences wealth through different channels. Influences opportunities through different channels. Influences what? Multiplications. So the Holy Ghost is able to influence your substance to multiply. Divinely influence your business to multiply. He talks about men like Isaac. Seed after the flesh. The Bible says Isaac was so mighty. That the Philistines took knowledge of his mightiness. He became so great. That he became an envy where he was staying. He was staying in a foreign land. Did you hear what I said? But in the foreign land, he became an envy in that foreign land. That is even a shadow of the Abrahamic blessing. That's a shadow. I said it's what? It's a shadow of the Abrahamic blessings on a person. He became so mighty that they couldn't stop him. The king himself took knowledge of the greatness of Isaac. To the point where one time he became exceedingly great. The people came to beg him that he should just leave their land for them. Because he has become so great. It looks like he's the owner of their land. As a foreigner. Say as a foreigner. The same happened with Joseph. How can, how can you explain how a man can just, just jumps out of prison and becomes a prime minister of a, a nation that he is supposed to be a slave of? Or a slave to? He's supposed to be a slave in that nation. Yet he ends up becoming a prime minister of that nation. And not only that, he became so great that the people's livelihood depended on him. 
They told him, he said, our money has failed. Everything has failed. Take us as your slave. Their citizens were asking Joseph that Joseph should take them and make them his slave. Their citizens, because money had failed. They had given all their money. <laughs> but look at the way the Holy Spirit worked it out for, for him to move to Potiphar's house, sold to, Potiphar, sold to slavery, go to Potiphar's house, two of us, go to prison, interpret some dreams in prison. All that the Holy Ghost had to give him was a gift that enables him to interpret dreams. Just think about it. A kind of operation of the spirit. I know now people say they have a gift of interpretation of dreams. That's a lie from the pit of hell. I said it's what? When you have a demon, a bird is flying. It means that the witches have come. When you have a demon, you're in a jet. It means you're going to USA. All is a lie. Nobody has a gift of interpretation of dreams. Say it after me. Say nobody has that. In the New Testament, nobody is giving any gift like that. Is that not true? There are all even books on that. They are all wrong books. That must be bent. True or false? If you see a lizard, it means that your life will be slow. If you see, if you have a dream and you see gold, it means that you have become very rich. We've reached that kind of, that's, those are all super, these are, those are not Christianity. That's superstitious beliefs. That's what? Traditional religion. We've reached that point where people say they are even palm readers. They can read, they read your palm to know how great you become and all kind of nonsense in the body of Christ. Come on, shout glory. So he became a prime minister. The people had to beg him to survive. Not only Joseph. We are used to Joseph. Daniel. The Bible says Daniel had purpose in his heart not to feed on the food that the king was going to give. Going to serve them. And he became... Well, think about this. Are this not strange? Are this not supernatural things? How a man can just be feeding on leaves and others can be eating on the king's table. Eating all the goats, all the chicken, everything. Then, then they compare those who were eating at the king's table to those who said, oh, we are not eating at the king's table. You understand? We are just eating leaves. And then they ch- it is like somebody is fasting and not fasting. I'm more fresher than the one fasting. Who is not, who is not fasting? You become so big and fresh and ah, to the point where the king took notice, the king and all those involved took notice of their freshness. That's how it began. Two of us. Daniel had purpose in his heart. The blessing of Abraham was even working for these people. This is a shadow. Of the, this was just a shadow of the manifestation of the blessing. In Daniel. Now, when you read the, the Daniel, you know people are used to Daniel fast and all that. Daniel became so great that he became a prince, like a governor of princes of certain regions. When we say Daniel was praying three times, he wasn't sleeping in the room praying, praying three times. He, was, he had been made a governor of about three different princes of certain regions. And in all his busy state, he still had three times, he still had time to pray three times. In all his busy state, as a governor, he was consulted by the king himself. Do you, you know what I'm saying? When the king was looking for those to consult, he consulted Daniel. Daniel, come. Let's discuss how to run the state. 
Did you hear what I said? He was so blessed and so great and so known to that point where the people were looking for. Read the Bible. Before they talk about Daniel's den, going to the Daniel's den, lion's den and all that. What did the people say? The people said, "We, we have this guy has become so great. He's not even one of us and he has become so great like that. Like that. Let's cut him off. Was that not the decision? Then the people were looking for how do we cut Daniel off? How do we cut Daniel off? Then when they sat down and they discussed it among themselves and Daniel was not there, he was absent in his room somewhere praying. They said when it comes to Daniel, we didn't get anything against him except something that has to do with his God. Now think about it. Say think about it, sir. No, I say think about it. Where are the Christians today? Daniel is more better than Christians now. Even though Christians, the Christians are more greater than Daniel. The level of surrender. The level of what? So one of the reasons why Christians don't see any blessing is not because they don't give money or they don't give time. They are not giving fully. They have not, they are, they are not, they have not yielded themselves their as instruments of God. We've not yielded our bodies. We've not yielded ourselves. When God is looking for, looking for us for an assignment, we are not there. When God is looking for us in church, we are not there. Where are the Christians? They are all resting. They are tired. Is that not strange and powerful? So no matter your level of giving, you can give sacks of money. If you have not given yourself, those sacks of money will be used and nothing else. I talked about Cornelius the last time. I said, your prayers and your arms. If, if somebody is such rich and has time to pray, even though he's not born again, think about it. His prayers and his arms had become a memorial. Not just his arms. What is just his arms? An unbeliever's prayers had become a memorial. Where are the believers' prayers? Father, please give me more wealth. Father, please give me this. Pastor, please give me. I've started calling you two years ago. Pastor, please give me, sir. Is that the kind of prayer Cornelius was praying? Never. But the Bible discusses his prayers and his arms had become a memorial before God. Had become a memorial. God couldn't, or Jesus couldn't throw his eyes without seeing that man's prayers. Oh, did you hear what I just said there? Yes, if it's powerful, say it's powerful, sir. It's powerful, sir. Is that not powerful? powerful sir. They said they will get if they will get something against Daniel, then the only way they can get something against Daniel will be something that has to do with his God. Think about it. When people are planning against you, and they say the only way they can get you is to get you doing something that has to do with your God. So if they are looking for a, the, the king to pass a law. It must be a law that concerns Daniel's God. Else, apart from that, we can't get him stealing. We can't get him doing what? We can't get him robbing. We can't get him lying. We can't get him saying he's absent from meetings. Unless he has to do with his God. So they were able to convince the king to make such a decree that nobody should consult any God. Is that not true? Yet Daniel, knowing the law, knowing the laws, thou shalt serve no other God apart from me. True or false? Knowing the law, that the law tells, requires that we serve God. 
When he called the people out of Israel, out of Egypt, the Israelites out of, out of Egypt, what did he say? He said, let my people go that they may serve me. So how come you are now a king in, in somewhere says that me, Daniel, I should not serve my God? That was the, his mentality. Is that true? And he went to do what they said he should not do. In fact, when the decree was being signed, when they were discussing, the king was there. Did you hear what I said? The king, you see, super, I've, I've come to realize that supernatural happenings in the life of Christians doesn't just happen. But you can be a Christian that is at the receiving end. You can also be a Christian that is at the doing end. I pray for WCN. That we become Christians who are at the doing end, not the receiving end. But I've come to realize that when you, a man of God is giving, he prays for you and you receive and all that, in a way you are still disadvantaged. In a way you are still what? Disadvantaged. Disadvantage. Your destiny is still not in your hands. And the enemy realizes that. That this one, I strike this, the man of God has said, but I strike here. Where the man of God is inaccessible, I'll get him. He knows how to play on people like that. Because the enemy knows that this one is not very serious. Two of us. Oh, we are hearing something. Shout glory. glory. Think about it. Why am I saying this? Because look at this. Look, just look at this. I'm just using that some of these men. You see, Abraham seed after the flesh. See, Abraham, these are, these are, these are not the, they are not even the people, the rightful owners of the promise. <laughs> see, I am a rightful owner. Think about it. Of the Abrahamic blessing. They, they made a decree. When they were making the decree, so because Christians don't read the Bible, we just say that God this says Daniel entered the lion's den. And scare all kinds of things and pray every lion's den I'm in. I'm coming out tonight. I'm coming out tonight. I'm coming out. Two of us. All kinds of things. Kinds of prayers and all kinds of things. You understand? When they sat down to make that decision, Daniel was sitting there. Now, listen to me. Why is it that Daniel did not oppose the decision there? He could have. He was in the meeting. The king was there. All the other guys who said, no, we will deal with Daniel, they were all there. They said, oh, king, make this decree. Make this decree. They influenced the king to, okay, I'll make the decree. Because he did not know he was making the decree against Daniel. Is that true or false? Daniel was there. Can you guys on this air condition? You understand? Is that true or false? But see, Daniel did not oppose the decision there. He did not oppose the decision. What he actually did was to sit down, watch them to make the decision, and then go home. The Bible says that when Daniel went to, look at the, a lover of God. I said a word, a lover of God. Somebody whose heart is after God. You see, somebody who's, who loves God, Every day, evidently, not, 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 I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. That kind of thing. Then a love that is evident. Do you, you don't get what I'm saying? A love that today's song is, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. And do all the slants, slants and slants and all of that and the slants. Once we close, all the love ends with the song. A lover of God. Who saw that a decree has been made against him? He knew as a prophet. He went back. The Bible says as soon as Daniel heard that a decree has been signed. 
as soon as he heard, he went back to that room where he used to pray, opened his windows, and prayed the three times he used to pray. He continued his prayers. The decree was made against him not to consult any God, not to pray to any God, not to do anything religious. But the Bible says, as soon as Daniel heard that the decree has been signed, the king has signed, has appended the signature, and said, this is it. As soon as he heard it, he went to his room and opened his windows. The Bible says, and he prayed as he normally does. He did what? He went on to pray. Decree against him, went on to pray. And the people say, oh, we've got Daniel. We've got him. First of all, to get him, they needed something that has to do with his God. Even the enemies he had knew. His enemies knew that this man is a servant of God, of his God. His enemies could know. I said what? His enemies could know. Is that not strange? Very strange. Then he also decides to violate the decree. Go against the decree. Go back and pray. He knew his God. This is somebody who is sold out to God. This is called a servant of God. When he calls him, he's, uh, he's there. God says, come and pray. You say, king says, I shouldn't pray. Is that not true? He went to pray. Now listen to me. I, I'm trying to just let you know some of the, the character that the people had. Now, sometimes we just talk, uh, 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 what do you call it? Bible stories and go. And say, so Daniel, what if you in lion's den? Every lion's den. Even me when I'm going to fall into lion's den. Yeah, I even heard that a man of God went into a lion's den like that. Oh, you've not heard it before. It's a real something. It's true. There's a man of God like that, I think, in Nigeria. Many years ago. It's many years, not now. Went to a lion's den. Came back. By the time he came out, all his bones had been chewed. <laughs> he, went, he went to the extent of even hitting the lion. The lion was playing with him, sort of, sort of relaxing his... They thought it's just faith. Because Hebrews said by faith, then they crank the mouth of lions, they stop the mouth of lions. So it says it's just by faith. It's a walk. There's a walk with the spirit. It's beyond having five, fifty thousand churches. There's a walk. It's a spiritual walk. I said it's what? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Is that not strange and powerful? Have you are hearing something right now? It's good you are in church today, right? We love God. We love God beyond our senses. So I love God beyond my senses. I'm not just singing songs of love. I'm demonstrating my love toward God. I'm sincere in my love toward Him. When He says lie down here, we will lie down. If He says do not go anywhere, we won't go. If He says stay here for the next how many days, we will stay. We love Him. He says, come to church every day. We want to come. Think about it. The man violated the decree. The people jubilated and said, we've gotten Daniel. Sir, we've got, they went, gave high five. We've gotten the guy. The king said, ah, Daniel, why did you disobey me? Because he loved Daniel. Say, okay, I'm a king. I have to do what I said I would do. Two of us. Threw the young guy into a lion's den. Now, it is not what happened in the lion's den I want to tell you because you know what happened. What, is, what happened, when, when the king woke up the next morning, 
The Bible said the king couldn't really, really sleep because of his beloved Daniel. When he went, he said, Daniel, has the God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you? Even the king could tell. See, today's Christianity has spoiled. I said what? Today's Christianity has spoiled. That's so spoiled that those of us who have a prophetic heart can rest. That's so spoiled. Can your boss attest to the fact that you are a Christian? It's difficult. People use their bosses as excuse. Oh, my boss even said that's so why I can't come. Mind this is it. The guy was a governor. He was what? A governor. Of princes. Having direct access to presidents. True or false? It was like he was a president of some princes. Think about it. But yet, his king took knowledge of the fact that he's been serving a particular God continually. How many nally? Continually. Not uh, uh, hot and cold. Not what? Not hot and cold. Continually. The king himself, the, the dawn when he went there, said Daniel has the God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you? That was his question. Has the God whom you serve continually has the God whom you serve continually can you you as a Christian reach a stage where you say the God that I serve continually will take me out of this can you say it or at the church I go I go to church every time God you have mercy even me I know my pastor my pastor I'm the one who bought a Mercedes bed he didn't say those who bought Mercedes he didn't say that he says the God whom you serve it reaches a stage in your Christian life where it has to do with your service. Taking your service and showing it to God. This is my service. I have to be delivered. This is my service. There must be a change. Where your service is speaking. That is what Daniel did. He, he did he pray in the lion's den. He, because he had done it already. His service was speaking. So he wasn't in the lion's den. and saying, my God, you can't harm me. You can't harm me. This is a Christian. Are you saying Christians like that? Huh? One man of God said, we don't, we, we don't call. <laughs> if you are there, shout glory. They are not saying, my boss, my boss, you can't touch me. No, you can't. Hey! Then they wake up, they say, it's just a dream. A dream that I had today. <laughs> say, mercy, mercy, mercy. You see, let us be serious. Let us be what? <laughs> let us be serious. Sometimes people don't know. Some of us have entered that stage where we don't care about anyone. We've reached a stage like we, we in fact, our whole heart is God. God, what will you want us to do? It doesn't matter where we are now. Doesn't matter what we wear now. Doesn't matter who doesn't believe in us. Do you understand what I'm saying? These are men who did not have people to believe in them. Abraham did not walk around and say, Oh, so and so and so believes in me. When God said I should leave my father's house, he believed. Even the Lord who left, the Lord left. Did Lord leave? <laughs> it's not good. I say it every time I talk about faith. Walk of faith. I, I, I start relating from the Old Testament. I said, nobody believed in any Noah. 
Did anybody believe in any Noah? He preached, preached, preached. All of them said, ah, this guy is just talking. He has been talking for about 120 years. Let him keep talking. My powerful, let's go and enjoy life. He doesn't know what enjoyment is. Is that not true? That's what it is. It's the same thing we say now. That's what it says as the days of Noah were. He refers us to that place. It's the same thing. The same with what we are talking about, Daniel. Today, Christians have become so cold and touchy, lukewarm, worldly. Is that not true? Is that not true? Today, I was telling mommy, I said, a pastor can go, a young pastor in church, in a church, going out with about three ladies. Young, goes about this one, says, I'll marry you, I'll marry you, I'll marry you, I'll marry you. After a period of time, they said, oh, it broke my heart. Goes to another person in the same church. I marry, I marry. Why? Police in Chino. Is that not true? If he breaks five people's hearts in the church, ladies, and they say, oh, but police arrest him. They say, oh, it was just a promise. If he can't arrest you. But it's a matter of integrity. It's a matter of integrity. We have people who came before us. There are people who came even before Christianity began. And the, Bible, the Bible tells that all those things are written for us to learn. What are we learning? We are learning how they work with God. Those who made mistakes and how it cost them. Those who also followed closely. Those who even made mistakes and repented. And they still walked in the will of God. Is that not true? Like you are talking about Daniel. That's, I'm talking about Daniel. Why? It's a character study. You have time and you read it. I've read about Daniel. Daniel about... I don't remember the number of times. Anytime I read, I just shake my head. This man is a man. When we push him to a lion, the hungry lions, and he's there, no tongue. No, no what? No tongue. No tongue, no song. Nothing. No atmosphere, nothing. He didn't need it to charge atmosphere, and stir atmosphere, and have some kind of doubt. Hey, what if God doesn't deliver me and they all chill me here? Let me start speaking in tongues. Hey, have you that kind of feeling? No, no, no such feeling. This is an Old Testament man. Not a new testament. This is an old testament. Not having the fullness of the spirit. Look at his life. Look at the results. Do you see the results? Then look at how he could see all the visions of the days to come. The supernatural became part of him because of this life. Supernatural doesn't become part of you because you are just born again. And you have the Holy Ghost. We all have the fullness of God. We are walking in the fullness of the spirit. But how many of us are experiencing the supernatural? None. Yet Daniel could have visions. In fact, he, he, when he did the 21 days and all that, he wasn't trying to do 21 days, two of us. Yet, then when the angel, the angel had to come to him and even explain to him why there was a delay. He didn't ask for it. Did he ask for that? God, please explain to me why there is a delay. Did he ask? But God still felt it necessary for his angel to come and explain to Daniel that this and this is what is happening in the spirit realm somewhere. And that is why all your prayers, it has even taken 21. What else you didn't have taken even 21? The first day you started praying, listen to it. It says the first day you started praying, your prayer was heard. Prayers were heard. The first day. How many days? First day. So when he just, he wasn't speaking in tongues. You have direct communication lines, two or false. Let us pray. Direct communication line. Then the indirect, <laughs> the one see the indirect communication line was it indirect? Indirect communication line. Old Testament. Oh, say man of God, preach to us, preach to us. 
I'm, I'm coming out of some level of prayers. Maybe that is why. Come on, come on, shout glory. Indirect communication. The first day, answers. Prayer heard, answers giving. Listen to me. The first day, dog. Prayers heard, answers giving. When we talk about this in church, and people just think, Papa, maybe we like preaching. Pastors out there may not tell you the truth. They'll let you live a Christian life that is all good because of a car. And all good because of a suit. And all good because you are now married, you have a child, you have a car, you have a house, what else? Why am I preaching like this? So that you can do something big for the Lord. I've said it, have I not said it before? Sandra even said it. You must decide to do something. Somebody, did you hear what I said? To do something big for the Lord. It's not because we all can't feel comfortable and be relaxing and be eating. We can't, we can't rest on the fact that we've not done. Sometimes I ask myself, if I meet Jesus today, what will I say? Allegodos. What will you say? If you are meeting Jesus one on one today, Jesus appears to you in a vision right now, tonight. And he says, what have you done for me? What will you say? What will you say? Start thinking. So we are thinking about doing something so big. Something what? And you can't do something big as a poor person. Why can't you be do something as a broke, broke person? You can't even buy slippers. You say, I'm going to do something big for the Lord. All will be, all will be in your mouth of confessions. <laughs> the Bible says, by him, actions are weighed. Not, uh, confessions are weighed. Actions are weighed. Said, I have weighed you on a scale. And you were found wanting. Many, many tekel are passing. Look at it. A, a hand wrote on the wall. A hand wrote on the wall. A hand wrote. The king was celebrating. Making, what do you call it? Use of what he's doing, you make use of. The thing that belonged to the temple, he had brought it out. Desecrating it. Then the hand of the Lord came. Oh, is that not strange and powerful? And wrote on the wall during the man's party. The king's party. He, the, the hand, the hand wrote on the wall. Many, many tickets are passing. Daniel was somewhere. He wasn't part of the celebration. How can a man? Um, do, do you understand what I'm talking about? We speak in tongues. We don't see anything because we are speaking in tongues. I'll just say, "Oh God, just do me, do something for me. I've been serving you. How many days now? God, have mercy on me too, and me too. At least, even if I could get one land cruiser to help me, if everybody will know that you have also blessed me, some. Is that not true? Speaking in tongues after some kind of mentalities and things. The guy was hiding somewhere. When they said this writing, how did it come? An invisible hand had written this. Who can interpret this? He wasn't only interpreting visions. He was interpreting writings of God himself. Where God had used his finger. God's finger was writing on the wall. They were looking for somebody to interpret what God. Do you understand how can a man go into God's mind to tell the people this is what God is writing? <laughs> you didn't hear that. You are shedding glory to that. God wrote in a language that nobody could explain. The only person who could know which language God was writing and what he meant so that he would tell the king and others that this is what it means was Daniel. Supernatural man. A man who could go into, he wasn't full of the Holy Ghost. He wasn't there on the day of Pentecost, was he there? But listen, look at what happened. Such, such man. These are people we are talking about. 
if the seed of Abraham after the flesh bless why well, even if you were you were you were God who was asleep, won't you bless such a man? Yes, sir. <laughs> no, there's no where where Daniel said, Lord bless me, Lord bless me, Lord bless today you see all kinds of prayers. Lord bless me. Lord bless me. Let me put that Lord bless me. Type Lord bless me. Lord Lord bless me. Lord Lord bless. Is that not true? If you don't bless me, I won't let you go. If you don't bless me, I'll let you go. If you don't bless me, I'll... all kinds of all kinds of gymnastic things. Is that not true? Thank you very much, sir. After the prayer, I got a testimony. Thank... Ah, this, ah, that's not Christianity. That's not what Christianity is. You understanding this kind of life, starting with the Holy Ghost. And making up your mind, me, I'm going to control my life. I want to do what? Because God has given me that right now in the New Testament. I'm not sitting down for issues to hit me left, hit me right, running around. No, 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 no. This is the hard truth. Is that not a hard truth? How can a man interpret God's handwriting on a wall? How can a man foresee the days to come? Up to now, Bible scholars are finding it difficult to even understand some of the things that Bible... Do you understand? We have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, two of us. Yet, Bible scholars are finding it difficult to understand the end time message that was given to Daniel. The revelation. Two of us. Of the end time. Daniel. So when we say Daniel, a man of faith... And all of that. And they went to the lion's den. And the three Hebrew men. And they said, God. And we say it like a story. I'm trying to let you know how men, how did these men worked radically with God. How they worked seriously with God. How they took their work with God personal. How they served God personally. They served God how? Personally. Men who served God. Personally. That even their enemies could identify them with God. Their king could identify them with God. There was nobody... When the, when the worst case came, he said, let's go and look for Daniel. Men have dreams. And they are looking for a man to tell the dream and tell the, give the interpretation of the dream. Is that not strange? The king said, I had a dream, but I've forgotten the dream. Just think about it. I have a dream. I said, I forgot. I said, okay, call who can come and just tell me the dream that I have had and I have forgotten. And interpret the dream to me. And the Bible says that in the night, as Daniel was praying in the night, Daniel went and sought the face of the Lord and went into the room and went to pray. Oh, this is not strange. Those men who are not even speaking in tongues pray hours more than us who speak in tongues. Daniel went to the room and prayed. Lord, you change times and seasons. You set up kings and you depose them. All secrets are made. Are made. The man started talking. God said, this is the dream. Daniel, see it is the dream. Now go tell the king the dream. And tell the king the interpretation. Ah, if I were you, I'll become more serious. Is that not true? Shout glory. When you learn these things, a lot of things will work in you. Two of us. When you, you compare you and Daniel. Now, then you compare what Christ says you are in him to Daniel. Because the least in the kingdom is greater than Daniel. Yes, huh? Is that true? 
<laughs> says, among all those that are born of women, says John the Baptist is the greatest. So John is greater than, John, than Daniel. John is greater than Elijah. Why was he referred to as the greatest? Because he was the only one that was called to usher in the Messiah. To be privileged to usher in the Messiah. He didn't even have to, he didn't have to perform, did he perform a miracle? He didn't need a miracle. For the method that he was chosen to usher in the, the, the Messiah, he had been made greater. He was filled with the Spirit from the mother's womb. The Bible says he went to the wilderness. He was in the wilderness eating locusts and honey. Did you hear what I said? What was he doing? He was eating locusts and honey until the time of his showing forth. There is a time of our showing forth. I said what? There is a time of our showing forth. Concerning the vision, how says that? Write the vision. Is that what he says? The Spirit of God says, write it down. That he may run that visit. Says for the vision is for an appointed time. Says though it tarries, wait for it, it shall not tarry. Though it, have I explained that before many years ago? I think somewhere in one of the camps. Says though it tarries, wait for it. He says it shall not tarry. First he says it tarries. Then he says it shall not tarry. But what is important is says the vision is for an appointed time. Our vision is for an appointed time. Is that not true? Very important truths. Why am I saying this? Because Christians today are not committed. Christians today are not committed. No commitment. We are committed to things. Committed to the world. Committed to all kinds of things. When it comes to church, we are not committed. We can stay everywhere we want to stay and submit quietly. No matter how bossy you are, wherever you are, you are the chief boss. You enter a bank, they say, sit down here. Security man who says, sit, sir, sit here. You sit down quietly. Two of us. You are at the airport. They say, sir, sit here. You sit there. You say your flight has gone and left you. Sit there. Won't you sit there? You sit quietly. You are going from immigration man say, come, 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 come. Show me your thing. You show. Two of us. You show even very humbly. I see that man bought the tickets for you and gave you visa. Is that not true? It's true. Yet once you enter church, everything we are saying to you as a Christian is nonsense. Serve or own serve. Is that not true? We are fly, you are fly, they say it's 5.30. It's 4.30 you are there. I'm the only one who doesn't go 4.30. Now I've changed. Two of us. 4.30. <laughs> You know that sometimes you feel, sometimes when you load your sweat, like you feel like the whole thing even belongs to you. Nobody can tell you not to go or to go. <laughs> Time is going to come like that. I'll, 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 I'll be like what Osa did. Say, how many you leave the plane and let your husband come and sit inside? You don't have anything to do. Two of us said one day they were looking for ministers of the gospel to meet the president who was coming, the Indian president. And, <laughs> He wasn't known. His church was not big. Nothing. Nobody knew him. He wasn't known anywhere. When he heard that they were looking for prayer, they were looking for the bishops and archbishops and the Anglican bishops. You see those kind of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Bishopric and all of those people. Uh, the, 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 the Anglican bishops and the Catholic priests. And you understand? Yes, they also wore his suit. His one suit that he had and went to stand at the airport too. 
and was waiting for the president along with them. And the guy said, uh, you, are you to have you been invited? I said, he said, yes. He said, what have you invited to do? So we are all waiting for the president. I said, you, your name is not on the list. So only the bishops and she, them, they was in cassocks and those, not people like you. No, 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 you can't stay. You are not part. And he went home quietly. It was not known by then. Was he known by then? When he was known, he declared himself the president of Nigeria. See, one of the things that is hitting me now is that we don't have to talk about what men have done. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's go into the scriptures right now. Two of us shout glory. glory. Maybe today the Holy Ghost has to come and just inspire some of you, just three of you or four of you or few of you. That when you go and you are sleeping, you wake up at 4 a.m. and say, Malagadosh! When I see writings on the wall, I should interpret. Do you get what I'm saying? Ben, when, do, you understand, do you understand that? Every time I think about it, I'm like, wow! The, 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 the lion's den doesn't shake me like that. In what God, God has, has planned in his mind against the king that he has written on the wall, nobody knew. Daniel could pick it. Daniel was the only one who could pick that secret and say what God, God actually wrote was this. <clears throat> and this is what he meant. Or this is what he means. <sighs> your, king, your kingdom has been divided between the Persians and the Medians. Do you know what he said? says, I have weighed you on the scale. And you were found wanting. If God should weigh all of us on the scale, we will be shocked. Some of us will not even be wanting. We will be reach the stage of wanting. <laughs> says, I'm looking for my... T-. That's why the Bible says, for judgment shall begin from the church. He didn't say judgment shall begin from hell. He says, from the church. Not from the world. From the church. Why would judgment begin from the church? Why? Because we knew, it says, it's impossible for those who have once been enlightened. I thought they've seen all these things. They've seen God give them jobs. They've seen God give them children. They've seen God, what do you call it, settle their homes. They've seen God do things in the lives of others. They might not have even experienced it. They've seen miracles of ministers. After they've seen all of these things and tasted of the powers. And I've heard Pastor Prince preach and teach and teach after they've heard all of these things. They still fall away. Say it is time to sleep, sir. All these things you are saying, it's even 9.30, while you are wasting our time. They fall off. Is that not true? Ah. Is that not strange? So seeing all of them, tasting all and seeing all of that. So let us, what I'm trying to say is that, let us make God personal. Let's, let's move beyond somebody's God. It's only in the New Testament that we can't talk about somebody's God. Is that not true? In the Old Testament, we talk about the God of Isaac. The, the, that's even pre-Old Testament. But let's just put it like that so that everybody understands. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. Is that not true? The God of Abraham. The God of this. In the New Testament, we personalize the God. Why? Because he has become part of us. He has become our father. So we are not saying the God of Isaac. Like people still pray. They they pray, say we pray in the name of the God of Isaac. We know you are the God of Jacob. You know they are God of... If you pray, pray that kind of prayer, you don't know Christianity. <laughs> Shout glory. See, this is I'm sharing. What is even amazing is that I've shared all before. Because you don't, it's because you don't understand Christianity. God is our Father. He is our God. Paul said, my God shall supply all your needs. 
You can also say, my God shall change this thing. He is your God. He is my father. Do you know what my father can do? That's how you talk. It's not the God of Isaac. Do you, even Isaac wants to learn about this God from us. True or false? Is John the Baptist not greater than Isaac? Was Isaac not born of a woman? Are we born of women? It says children not born of what? Of flesh. Nor of blood. Nor of the will of men. But of God. For as many as received him. To them gave he power to become. Is that what he said? Yes, sir. The sons of God. Is that what he said? Yes, sir. We are so great. So that our manifestation will even this world they are talking about our manifestation will be greater than this world. Yes, yes, you all of you, your manifestation. Yes, I'm talking the manifestation of your greatness. Oh, some of you don't even believe it. If you believe, shout glory to that. Glory. Is that not powerful? powerful Can we do an all night today? Yes, sir. <laughs> so we are in the spirit. We are in the spirit. We are in the spirit. I've seen a lot of things in this Bible that, in this book. In fact, I don't just see it. It's, it has become like part, when I'm sitting down sometimes, it gets me some way. <laughs> One bishop says it turns me on like wine. When the word of God turns you on like wine. As I can say, when the atmosphere or the room is so tensed with the word. So tensed. Have you been tensed before? Since the atmosphere of the room, your room is so tense with the word. The word is our hope. The word is our life. I don't know what you can see or do outside God's word. Some of us, we fully believe the word. We are, we are, our head is inside like a swimming pool. We are swimming in the word. We are swimming in the word. We are swimming. We don't want to be churchy. We don't want to be religious. We don't want to talk about Christianity as if it's a story to be told. We don't even have to talk about the acts of the, of the scriptures. The acts of the spirit in the sky. As if it's a story. We are just telling stories. And all the children are like stories. Those are for children. Sunday school. Is that not true? So I'm walking in the Abrahamic blessing. I'm fully committed to God. I'm fully... It's not like I'm sorry, I'm born again. Born again... I'm fully surrendered. My son, give me your heart. And let your eyes observe my ways. This week I was thinking a lot of things in my head. In my head, I went to the washroom. I just sat down there. The Holy Ghost dropped this, this scripture into my spirit. It says, my son, give me your heart. Have you given your heart? I said, yes, I let your eyes observe my ways. <laughs> Is that not strange? Let your eyes observe my ways. Just follow what I say, do and do it. Give me your heart. That's why it says, give me your heart. Let your eyes observe my ways. Not my son. Give me your heart. And I've given my life to Jesus. Are you born again? Go to the streets today. Are you born again? Yes. What church? Methodist. Are you born again? Yes. What church? Pentecost. Are you born again? Yes. What, what was the last time we went to church? Two weeks ago. What was the last time? One week ago. What, was that? what kind of Christianity is this? We have to pray. Yes, sir. And we have to pray beyond needs. And pray beyond, I have a trouble. Sir, woman of God, I have a trouble. Man of God, I have a trouble. Why? This we must, this is, we are, we are preparing for 
another kind of move. Do you get what I'm saying? That no matter how how powerful the Spirit of God does things through us, no matter how powerful it is, there must be an attendant wealth. If there's no attendant wealth, all the power will stay with you in that forest. Do you know that? If you want to get to nations, you want your voice to get to nations. That is why we are talking about some of these things so that we can prepare. By this time, if you've listened to immutable things, you've been the blessing. If you have not been, you, you are not ready. Are you ready? You are, as you are preaching all of this, you are preparing yourself. Why? We are coming to take over this world and harvest souls for Jesus Christ and go into nations and do things, program, prepare people, establish churches, do things. It takes wealthy members. Is that not true? Yeah. I've said it before. Your mind is that I'm building a church auditorium. Papa has been talking about Asia for how many years now? Huh? So I'm the one in charge of the Pakistan church. I'm building it. By this time, you have written your diary. It's not that I'm sitting down. When will God give me that Uber type of car? <laughs> Even if I've not seen Uber type of car, and you are talking about some of this. You don't need to see Uber type of car. You didn't hear what I said? Believe God's word. Give yourself fully to God. Give yourself what? Fully. Be yielded to service. Love God. When we call you, you are there. When we have midweek service, you are there. When we have Sunday service, you are there. When we have camp meetings, you are there. When we say we are sweeping, you are there. When we say we are praying, you are there. When we say we are doing this, you are there. That is, that's crazy. In fact, we can, you can't be absent. When we are calling those who are serious, in that if they should tell me, Papa, if the angels should come to me and say, Mark, register those who are serious in this church, it will become an issue. True or false? Let's mark the register. We want to bless them based on this. Your markings. Let's see. You will be shocked. Someone will be kneeling and say, Papa, please add me. <laughs> it's not only in WCN. Most ministries in Ghana, Wednesday service, Thursday service, you go, you will be shocked. Sunday, everybody wears nice dress. Midweek, everybody is absent. True or false? All night, everybody is hiding small, small. They will show up 2 a.m. so that we close 4. We are asking... And we think these things we are doing, we think that, oh, they are all just, uh, oh, no. That is the reason why we are not seeing blessings. We talk blessings. Some say, I give my tithe, sir. I give this, sir. That we've not taught people the truth. That giving all of that without giving yourself. Without doing what? Giving Giving yourself fully. When we call, before we call, you have answered the call. You are looking for somebody to occupy a position. I'm there, sir. Oh, sir, you don't need to call people. I'm here. Why should you call people? I'm here. Is that not true? Today, there are Christians who do things for pastors. They say, it's not my pastor. They will cheat that pastor. You are doing things for pastors. They they will cheat the pastor. They see another person who is not a pastor. A politician or somebody who is just passing. They will do it for the person for free or do it with caution. But this one is a man of God. True or false? It even begins from the church. We take advantage of grace. After the grace, as soon as we say, oh, we have families to take care of. We have uh, siblings. Don't you know I have three siblings? Where were those three siblings where you were broke in the room? Why did you go to them for them to put their finger on you or lay their leg on you so that you move from that brokenness from that room to 
a, a proper place. Where, where were those siblings? Is that not true? <laughs> People don't know. One of these days, we will shake the heavens and we shake the earth. Two of us. My friend is going to difficult. That is why. My brother is going to, uh, what do we call it? Those people who say that when they have a nightmare dog, the night they have the nightmare, the next morning they will call you. That sir, I had a nightmare. In fact, the night today when I saw it, it was not a thought, it was a lizard. But after they check and nobody's able to interpret the dream, they call you. That break the nightmare they saw. Why is that when you have that nightmare, you don't call your sibling that you think that you have God has given the responsibility to take care of? Is that not true? When you have nightmare, you call. When the doctor says, Charlie, what will be I doing the day? I hear you. Doc, what will be I doing the day? Charlie, do or die. Affair. Then you begin to call pastor. Is pastor a doctor now? And you begin to call your relatives, Charlie, by the time you have called your relative, he's sitting somewhere and doing fufu. I know that not true? It's true, Let us be serious. Let us be what? Is this not a powerful teaching today? Get connected. Get con- See, we are born again. We've, because, of, because of the fact that we teach about Christianity, Christ living in us. And people sometimes feel, oh, Christ lives, oh, I'm just there. Christ lives in me. It's all grace. Even if I don't go to church, it's all grace. Then they, and they go to heaven. If the rapture takes place, by this time, do you know where people are? If the rapture, may the rapture take place on Wednesday. Because if the rapture takes place on Sunday, hey! True or false? Or a a day that we are cleaning the auditorium. Or we are doing something. Not really a service, service day. And let's see. You will be sure what will happen that day. It's so important. Genesis chapter 14. Come on, shout glory. Glory. Who is heard something right now? We have heard something, shout glory. glory. So we said Abraham gave himself, number one. Number two, Abraham gave his tithes. Number three, Abraham gave one of his, 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 what? his son. And that son that he gave signified two things. You can write that one too down. I think I have a lot of things to share on these things, on, especially on the second part. So the third part it will not be so plenty. He gave his son. He, that is signified the fact that he gave his all. Because his son was his all. That's all he had. He gave his all. Number one. Number two. He gave what he loved most. Two important things about that kind of giving Abraham gave. God did not swear for nothing. He didn't swear because he gave something. Have you read the Bible before? When he says that by faith, Abel offered unto God the more excellent sacrifice than Cain. There was an offering. Two of them gave the offering. But he says Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Oh, one day will teach about this very well. Is that not true? But he offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. He calls it a more excellent sacrifice. So there is a, you can give a sacrifice. True or false? You can give an offering. There is a more excellent sacrifice. The Bible says that even though he gave that and he died, he died and his blood was speaking. The blood of a giver still speaking. By reason of a sacrifice. By his giving, the Bible says he was made righteous. Did you hear what I said? Yes, pastor. You've gone in the house already. No, <laughs> One day I will shake this world with the can- if that shaking is I think it's shaking in me right now. I have to shake myself before I shake the world. What do you guys think? 
This voice must be heard. Let, let me look around and see the globe. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. He gave, he offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. And by that act, he was made righteous. Think about it. And then even though he was killed by his brother, his blood was still speaking. The only blood that speaks, apart from the blood of Jesus, that was speaking, was the blood of Abel. What did they say about him? Offering. Was he an offering? Oh, did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. I said, was he an offering? Yes, sir. The blood of a person who gave a sacrificial offering. Even though he was killed, his blood was speaking. His offering was such that it, when he was he even died, his blood still speaks. This is not strange. And the scriptures, this one that will teach you the details of that, I have that knows there, but not today. But excellent sacrifice unto God. So Abraham's giving of his son was the giving of an excellent sacrifice. He says that, Abraham, take your son, your only son, whom thou lovest. God added it. Take your son, take your car, whom you love. Is that what he said? Take your this, whom you... There is a kind of sacrificial giving, eh? That, I did some sacrificial giving many years ago. I have I've said that I have never asked God the question and never answers. And I don't say that proudly. I've never asked God the question like this. And he never answers. In fact, before I even think, he will answer that question. I think that came out of that sacrifice. Did you hear what I said? The whole sacrifice. It's about giving yourself. Fully. Fully. There are certain, there are givings and there are sacrifices. The sacrifices. When we talk about sacrifice, we are talking about that which costs you something. It may cost you your all. Or it may cost you that which you love most. That was what Abraham gave. Give me your son, whom you love. Abraham said, yes, sir. After waiting all these years for this child, then the boss comes and says, give me that son. Go, sacrifice the son. He says, yes, sir. Then he goes, pa, 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 go and sacrifice. That was what he, he, they, they loved Isaac to the point where Abraham could not tell Sarah. Abraham could not, some people when you're married, say, everything I do, tell me. Everything I do, tell me. There are certain things, if we tell you, maybe you say no or you collapse on it. Oh, it is true, depending on where it's coming from. <laughs> is that not true? You must not hide secrets. But there are certain things, sometimes, when they are coming directly from God. When you know this is God, and you are so certain that this is God, sometimes you can't explain. You must not even explain all. You must. Somebody say about you, you don't have to share. That's why you have to have faith in whoever is leading the home, if it's spiritual. If you don't have faith in your husband, then you don't, you can't walk with him and say, my husband is spiritual. But so far, is that true? Your wife doesn't have faith in you. Uh-huh. The day you say, uh, God has told us we should go to Togo, he says, hey, wait, wait there. That was, that was, that was what Sarah would have done. God loved Sarah. God loved Sarah so much that when when Abraham, when Sarah and Hagar, was it Hagar, had an issue, 
God came in and told Abraham, in fact, the, 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 the argument or what, the marital dispute between Abraham and, and Sarah, who loved Abraham also and called him Lord. Did the Bible say he called him Lord? But the marital dispute of Abraham and Sarah, which was as a result of Hagar, was settled by God himself. He came in. Is this not strange? Are you hearing? <laughs> God was the one who came and told Abraham, Abraham, what Sarah is saying is true. Cast away the bond woman. Even that one, that, <laughs> that instruction was a prophetic instruction. Speaking into the future. You see it talking about in, in Galatians chapter 4, Galatians chapter 5, about casting away the bond woman. But he came to tell us, Abraham, cast away the bond woman. For the bond woman and your wife cannot share the same thing. True or false? And Abraham said, yes sir. Abraham. Before then, it was a marital what? Conflict. Is that not true? But when it was time for Isaac, I just brought that in. So you know that, but when it was time for Isaac to be sacrificed, and God knew how important that was, and Abraham knew, as a man of faith, when God spoke to him, he said, Isaac, follow me, let's go somewhere, sir. <laughs> he said, Sarah, we are coming, okay? We are coming in three days, we are going to wait upon the Lord for three days. Is that not true? And went with Isaac, and climbed the mountain, as old as he was. Climbed the mountain, God was watching him. God never spoke anything. Watch him to watch, climb, 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 and reach the place. And put his hand there. And took the knife. Was about to do justice to the child. True or false? All God was watching. God knew they loved that son. He was their only son. He was the only person they had waited for all these years. All the things God said was about this young man. He had now come. Now God says, kill him for me. After God watched and saw that he was sacrificing his best... And sacrificing is all. Why didn't Abraham had servants? Why didn't God ask for a servant? There are times you can give a servant. There are times you give a son. That's what I'm trying to say. There are things you give. They, they make something to say you've done well. Sad, sad, sad. See, don't make noise about what you have given until you know within your heart that this one, God has accepted it. Don't make noise. I told you Sunday that God does measurements. Sugar falls. So he gave his son. He gave his all. Then when God saw that he was about to say, Abraham, stop it. The angel came, two of us, and said, stop it. When he was about to kill the son, there was already a ram. God had created the ram and put the ram there in the bush somewhere. He said, here, you'll be waiting. He won't kill the son. Let's see what will happen. They were all watching. So some people, when we say, give something big, do something big. And they say, oh, you don't know. if <laughs> It's not me. I, and they say, Papa, pray for me. And Papa too, pray. And they say, Papa, pray for me. And Papa too, pray. Is that not true? And the angels, such people for about three years, the angels have been looking to see whether that thing has been done. They say, oh, we can't do, we will do it later, if God blesses me more. Is that not true? To the ram. The ram was only provided when it was about to finish the... And God, that's where we get the immutable, two immutable things from. When God could swear by nothing greater. When he saw that act of that man. Think about it. He saw the act of that man. Giving his best, giving his all. And he could swear by nothing greater. He looked around, there was nothing bigger than him to swear by. When God wants to really prove that this thing he has said, he swears. He says, I swear by myself. By myself have I sworn. That in blessing, I'll bless you. Is that not true? 
The Bible says when he had nothing greater, he paid by two immutable things by which it is impossible for him to lie. He gave a promise and swore on that on that blessing. Look for a time to swear. He swore also concerning the the, the high priestly ministry of Jesus. He swore. What's so important to him? He had to swear. He swore, "Thou art a priest forever." If you have heard something, shout glory. So that's, that's the third giving, right? That third giving of Abraham, he gave his best and he gave his all. And he gave according to the leading of the Spirit. If God has come to realize that if God says that do something and you think you may not have it, when he says do it, he knows you have it. When God says do it, and when God says give, build this, build a church, you say I don't have the money. I don't have, don't say you don't have it. Say thank you, sir. When God says do sir, say thank you, sir. When God says we should start, when we started a conference, God said we should start a conference. There was not, nothing. Just say thank you, sir. There are things your years of labor can make you do. I said what? Yes, I, some of these things, sometimes I don't want to share a lot of it because I'm still in my journey, so I don't want to talk. One day maybe I'll talk plenty, but now I won't talk about and give you some of these things. But there are things God tells you to do. And it tells you knowing you have you are you are blessed, but this is zero account. And he says, Do it if it is zero account. Why does he say that? Because he says that Abraham who believed God, who called the things which are not there. When when we are working with God, we are working with somebody who calls things which are not there. In fact, the things that we see they are not there to him, they are there. When he woke up in Genesis, he said, light be. Where were the lights? He saw the lights were there. There is nothing that is not there. All the new ribs are already there. It's just the materialization of it through the spirit. So when he says, do this thing. Someone says, start this thing. You look at us. What am I starting from? Start from the word he said. Start from where? That was Abraham. Gave his all. Gave his best. Attracted the sworn blessings. God blessed. Became old. The Bible describing him at the end of it all. The point is at the end of Some people make noise in Christianity. At the end of it all. Some people are making noise. Say all kinds of things. At the end of it all. Some people at the end of After all the cars, they become drunkards and they died. At the end of it all. Two or four. The conclusion of the matter. After you have run the race, like Paul said, I said, I have fought the good fight. Is that not what he said? I have run the race. After Abraham had fought the good fight and walked with the Lord, at the end, what did the Bible say? Abraham was so blessed. Abraham was so, was old. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. The Lord had done what? At the end of it all, when you are in your 90s, when you are in your hundreds and something, when you are in your 80s, when you say, I'm, I'm even tired, I've done all, I've done all. You should be able to say, the Lord has blessed me in all things. I have children, I have grandchildren. I have all the things I want to see in life. In fact, see, the building in Iraq, I built it. The one, you call your grandchildren to tell them that. Am I talking to you? Why am I talking plenty? Because we must build churches in Iraq. And build churches in Australia. And build churches in Uzbekistan. We are not going to Uzbekistan to say, please, you support us. We are telling the people the support that they are broke. They are taking the gospel. 
the, those of us in Ghana say we are. That is why Ghanaians who say we are uh, Christians. That is why we must be blessed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you agree with me? We are not in Islamic Republic of what? Bahrain. Then we are saying, uh, 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 please, when you go to the mosque and you can, please come and support us to build our church too. One person says that building in all the cities in the Islamic Republic of Bahrain, I'm building. So another person says, I'm preparing you. Few people have been prepared. Others are asleep. Two of us. But God knows the message I've thrown into the world. I'm throwing these messages into your heart. I'm throwing the messages. I'm th- Why am I throwing the messages? Because you enter nations where, where uh, people's parents and relatives have rejected them because of the gospel. Then we say, oh, let us call so and so, brother A. We call brother A. Or we call sister A. This is sister A. As we speak to you right now, we are in the Republic of Pakistan. In fact, we have souls. After one miracle, everybody is. In fact, everybody is following us. But some people have been rejected by their relatives. And we need a city-like place. Will you want to do that for us so that we can give, put them there and put them in schools? Is that a vision? You see the way I see things? That's my vision. So if you are dreaming of buying a Corolla, <laughs> as your father must push you away from that, if you believe that child's glory. That's why, that's why I become very wild. I've realized that your, your salary or the job you do, can, can you do that, what I just said right now? So there must be more forces fighting, pushing with you when all the angels of money are commanding wealth and all kinds of things are happening because you followed the message Papa P preached many years ago and you have become what we call the son of consolation. I didn't hear you, that shouted glory. glory. This ministry, this thing we talk about, it's not for everybody. It's not everybody who's here, you know. I said it on Sunday. We were in, we were, they were in church where Ananias and Sephira were lying. In the same church, another one called Barnabas was also referred to as the son of consolation. The son of what? Consolation. It means that the apostles had consolation in this man. When they saw that things were not working, the only person they could look at said the man would just be working and coming. Be coming. So that we said, I have paid it. Son and daughters of consolation. May God make you a son of consolation. May God move you beyond the ordinary realm. May these blessings we've spoken about, you started hearing the blessing of Abraham since childhood, Sunday school. May these blessings, as you are growing, as you, are, you are understanding what this thing entails, may this blessing be at work in your life. Amen. May it move beyond where you are saying, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Amen. To that point, where the Spirit of God is orchestrating things in your life that you can't explain. Amen. Come on, shout glory to that. Amen. Is that not powerful? Have I dealt with the second one or the third one? The third one. I left the second out. Did I leave it out? I'm just trying to let you know, to clarify it. So we talk about number one, Abraham gave himself. Number two, Abraham gave his tithes. Number three, Abraham gave his son. We've talked about what? Giving yourself. Giving your son. We'll go into tithes very soon. The tithes is so special, I don't want to jump into it right now. If I jump into it to the time where you are tired, it's a whole reading, you'll not be able to read. You'll just be looking like this, looking and say, Papa, it's tight. let's close and go. Shout, who has been blessed right now? We will preach. See, we will preach. Wait, wait, if it's left with one person, we will still preach to the person. Yes, sir. We will preach and make the devil so mad. Do you know what God can do with one person? Today I was thinking, when I was around 8, 7, 
No, nine years, eleven years, twelve years. I was playing uh, that kind of Pentecost drums, bamboo, bamboo drums. I was playing. My mom would take me to women's program. When they are going, you, you go and go and sit in front. No, no, no guy was there to. It didn't start today. Nobody was there to play drums. So when I go, I didn't used to learn. Then I learned. It wasn't this drum or the other bamboo drums. I learned to cook, Started playing. Whilst I was doing all of that, God knew that this young boy, I'm calling him small, small. Small, small. You start in a way. You go far. You are, we are riding on some kind of grace. We will go far. It has been, I said it has been determined. We will go so far. But we will go differently. The, 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 the point is not like somebody is not having church. The point is the difference you can make. Is that not true? The difference. We want to see the supernatural in a way that amazes men. Is that not true? We are working in the supernatural. Some blesser, some blesser. So I'm a different breed of person. I'm born again, I'm a child of God. Sometimes when you, you study, you sit down and you think about all that the scriptures say concerning the Christian, you look at the Old Testament man. Then you begin to wonder. He tells us that that covenant was not better. He has brought, brought us a better, is that not true? A better testament. Something better must be more than. He says that the, that one is old, is old and is washing away. Two of us. It's obsolete. If this man under an obsolete testament could do that, what should we be doing? The Bible says up, up till now, when Moses is read, the Lord still covers their heart. But look at us. Under the ministration of death, men could enter death's hands and come out. What should we do under the ministration of life and the spirit? Are these not strange questions? Come on, shout glory. Bow down your heads. Father, we thank you for today. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your word that is at work in us and at work through us. The word is near us. In our heart and in our mouths. We thank you, Father. Thank you for your grace that is ever increasing upon this ministry, ever increasing upon our lives. Thank you for the knowledge that you've given unto us to think differently, to act differently, to do things differently. We love you, Jesus. I pray for everyone here, Lord, as these words have come into their spirits and come into their souls and is working in them. Lord, I pray, may they see the profiting of this word. In the name of Jesus, may they be established in this truth by the power of the Holy Ghost. Unto him that is able to establish us, we call on you. We thank you. We love you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we take our offerings.